Welcome to TM3 Impact. My name is Tomas Martinez. We are in the TM3 studios. And let me tell you, I've got a buddy here, super pumped. We've got Benjamin Hubbard here. And my man, dude, thank you for making this happen. Man, I'm happy to be here. You yes. uh, somebody who has taught me a lot in a short amount of time. Um, great being an EO with you. Oh, and it is. Um, happy to be on the program. Yeah, really pumped. So for those of you that don't know, uh, our TM3 is sponsored by Luxury Home Magazine. Who knew Luxury Home Magazine sponsored it? That's pretty cool. And Spanish Grove Academy, the best Spanish immersion program in the city, darn it. We're working. We're working. So listen, uh, Ben, we got to jump right into this, man. You're the owner of Champion AC, founder of Lead Hub. You wear a lot of hats, my man. And listen, this is a deal. Tell me your San Antonio story. How did you get here? Cliff Note versions. Go. So I was former Air Force. I was okay. actually in my former career right out of high school, joined the Air Force, traveled around the world, um, did four deployments uh, after my fourth uh, opportunity arose to come to San Antonio. Um, I went to basic training here, fell in love with the city. It's always yeah. been a place that I held in high regard. Yeah. So decided to take that opportunity, finish my degree, and uh, establish my roots here. Started Champion AC uh, shortly after I got out of, okay. of the Air Force. And uh, it's been just uh, cranking along ever since, man. It's my home. It's my new home. Yeah. It's such an amazing city. I love it. It's an amazing city. Okay, so you go straight from high school into the Air Force. Yes. Right? And then at, in four deployments. So you were, how long was your military career? So I was in active duty 12 years. Okay. So, well, just under 12 years. And then I was actually in the Guard for three. Okay. Um, so 15 years. Um, and yeah, it was, I was in a very small career field. Okay. So it was a uh, U.S. Air Force combat control. Okay. Um, not a, not a lot of, uh, information out there on it. Very small. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we're, we work hand in hand with the other, uh, special forces units, Navy okay. SEALs, Army Rangers, and, uh, do quite a bit of high ops tempo all over the world. Um, you know, we, we go in, take over airfields, uh, call in airstrikes, close air support, um, pretty, pretty intense, deal. pretty intense, high washout rates through yeah. training and the, the actual indoctrination course or formerly the indoctrination course. Yeah. Now there's selection courses here in yeah. San Antonio. So that I, I got the opportunity to move here and be an instructor oh, wow. in the Air Force. Okay. And so great opportunity for me to, uh, kind of take a break from the deployment yeah. cycles. Um, got to really figure out who I wanted to be when I grow yeah. up, got to finish my yeah. degree and you know, I, I decided that my time was up. I had, I had had my fun in the military and, yeah. and, and time to move on. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. I, I, you know, now we know how you got to San Antonio military and thank you for your service. Really appreciate that. My father was 23 years army. And so awesome. that's kind of my story, how I ended up in San Antonio, uh, the, the military. Uh, military the, City, USA. Military City, USA. That's right. And so now I want to go back. We're going to take a real trip back. I want to go back to young Ben. I'm talking hey. middle school Ben. I mean, you, okay, you, I mean, for people that don't know, you have two 
pretty amazing company. I mean, massive, amazing, do a lot of great work here in San Antonio. And so what was young, was young Ben an entrepreneur? Like what, what was yet young Ben like in middle school? Young Ben was an absolute entrepreneur. Um, I was a wild card though, man. I was borderline uncontrollable. Okay. So I was, uh, I used to sell candy at okay. school. There you go. It started oh, with candy. Was it, was it the blow pops? It was a little bit of everything. I mean, okay. I, I was that guy. I had the jacket pop open <laughs> and I've got all the, you know, I had a, a sour patch lemon heads and the, uh, the anything's real sour, yeah. you know, where yeah. I'm from really was, which is Gulfport, Mississippi. Okay. You know, I, I got that so country you grammar. You might hear it every oh, now and again. I got a little okay. country grammar. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've sold candy, uh, transitioned into baseball, football cards, ah. and that was my business business. So okay, that, tell me about that. So I was just like you. We talk about sports a lot. Yeah. I was a huge sports fanatic, and okay. at that time, that was kind of the peak of the yep. valuation of a lot of the sports cards. Yep. And so I used to uh, really study every Beckett magazine. I understood all the statistics. I've always loved numbers. That was the yeah. one subject I loved. Yeah. Um, and sports kind of, it just fit. Yeah. And it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I could make money doing it. I even studied, um, I would open boxes and boxes and try to find trends of where the certain cards were. So when I bought a certain mm. number of boxes, I used to be able to tell friends, hey, go buy the, the fourth <laughs> pack down on the no. left. Oh man, I was into it big. Wow. Big, so big, this was big. all through middle school, through high school? Uh, no, I slowed down. It, it was okay. big in elementary school. Elementary. I mean, I'm, I it. started early. I know okay. you asked middle school. Yeah, I started yeah, yeah. early, but no, uh, cool. I, it's, it went all the way through and then it kind of slowed down a bit in okay. high school okay. when I started really working. I, my yeah. first job was working at a Toyota dealership, okay. getting make ready cars, oh, getting them detailed before they went out and sold. Yeah. So I did that. Then I shucked oysters, you know, <laughs> I said Gulfport, Mississippi, um, shucked oh oysters for a while, did a little bar backing and yeah. It so was. you were working day one, like 15, 14, like in terms of just, you went out there and got a job. You got done with the baseball cards and you started working. You know, I, I was raised by a single mom. Okay. So she worked nights, worked so yeah. hard. I saw her work ethic early yeah. and I wanted to get out and help her. Yeah. I, I saw she just her drive and, and it inspired me to yeah. put in that work. And so, yeah, no, I was, so I was time. ready to go. I knew I needed to yeah. step up for her and for my, my siblings and, and, uh, help pull my, pull my weight. Are you the oldest uh, no, of your siblings? No, no, no. I've got a, I've got an older brother. Okay. Uh, he's two years older. And then okay. a, a sister who actually works with me oh, at, at champion awesome. who's two years younger. Yeah. So, and then I've got a younger sister that's 17 years younger. Yeah. So four of us. That's awesome. That's awesome. So now, okay. So inspiration going back looking at the inspiration and in terms of like growing up who was that inspiration for you I, it it sounds like mom was a big part of just you know and and, and may, I may be speaking for you but tell me who was that for so you? mom was huge huge but I have to give some credit to coach Campbell okay he was, uh, he was actually my um, pre-calculus, calculus, uh, prior to that trigonometry, uh, one day, uh, well, actually multiple days, um, I, I would sleep in class. I was just not focused. I thought I'd, I, I was just, a, I was being raised without a dad, you know, I was all over the place. And yeah. so, 
um, one day he pulled me aside and kind of got a little rough with me and got a little intense and he, he woke me up. He, he finally, someone of father figure type guy communicated to me and said, Hey, you're going to go one of two ways. You've got all the opportunity and the smarts to do big things, or you're going to go down the wrong path. And I want to see you do right. And he said it a little more intensely and a little, you know, he even yeah. pushed me up against the locker a oh bit. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but Coach Campbell, one of my favorite all-time people, I got to get back home and go see him. Uh, yeah. He, if it weren't for him, I would not be the man I am, and I wouldn't be the dad, the business owner. Yeah. Uh, incredible guy. Um, he, he did a lot for me, and so I attribute a lot to him. That's pretty killer. Yeah. I, I've never made a B yeah. since that day. Really? I've never made a B since that day. I've, I've what focused. grade were you in again? Remind me. That was 10th tenth, tenth grade. 10th grade. grade. That, was, that was young Ben. I was still young Ben, and he kind of flipped that switch and made me – I grew up so, at that moment. So imagining that situation doesn't happen. I mean, things could be completely different. I don't think I joined the Air Force. I continue to be very selfish. Yeah. I probably still start a business, but still live back home, even yeah. though I'd really disliked, uh, I didn't dislike the people in Mississippi. There were yeah. a lot of great people. Yeah. I think it was just for me, I needed more uh, like-minded people around me yeah. and opportunity and to feel that, that drive and inspiration. Right. And so uh, I think I would still possibly be there. Yeah. Um, and, and I wouldn't be, uh, who knows? Like I might be in jail. Yeah, that's so intense. He he it, really pointed me in the right direction because I was making a lot of bad decisions at that time. I was and he could see. I it. was he could see it. I mean, I would I would show up morning of school and try to wing it all the yeah. time, and it was he it was that person that snapped me into place and said, yeah. "Hey, you you need to wake up." And wow. he woke me up. Yeah, and it worked. And now I want to do that for other people. Yeah, in, in, in life. That is one of my drives now to be that Coach Campbell yeah. for others. That's powerful, man. I love that. I, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. And is Coach Campbell, is he back home still? Do you know where he is? So I believe he is in Oxford, Mississippi or somewhere near there. I okay. know he's a big Ole Miss fan. I, he could yeah. still be on the Gulf Coast, uh, okay. Biloxi, Gulfport area. I know he's he's – had a few different teaching yeah. jobs in and around uh, Mississippi, but he is uh, he is a world class human being. But he yeah. is also very well known um, in Mississippi. I, I would think teachers, uh, yeah. coaches, uh, students, They'll every student him. who has ever had been in his class, they all remember him. He is the one you don't forget. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I, I'm gotta I gotta make that time though. I, yeah. I haven't been home much. When I do, it's it's really to see family. We stay in yeah. contact on social media. Yeah. Um, with coach? Yeah. Oh, get out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's coach awesome. Is on. Yeah. He's, all right. Well, we've got we've got to make sure he hears this podcast just, right. just to get that. You know, because when 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 you get when you know you've had an effect on someone's life like that, like, man, that just, it's, it's powerful. And just, to, I know you and I know what you've accomplished. I can only imagine how proud he is to know that that was the moment. That's a pretty big deal, man. That's powerful. 
It is. Yeah. It is. He, he, I owe so much to him. And yeah. obviously my mom is yeah. another big, my brother was always there. My younger sister kind of, she, yeah. she would do a lot of things. She was so mature for her age and she yeah. would always keep me in wanting to do right. When I had opportunities to fall out of line, there were so many people along the way who've lifted me up when I've fallen. Yeah. I mean, I had some great friends, obviously, right. uh, but coach Campbell, he's, he's that one moment where I can point and say, that yeah. was he he woke me up he snapped me up and said you know get it together you, yeah. you've got opportunity or you're gonna waste it yeah and it and it sank in and I don't want to waste it I do not want to waste my time yeah uh, you and I talk about this too yeah. we're kind of on that back nine yeah you know, we we've time is our most valuable resource That's I right. don't want to waste it and he he kind of helped me understand that concept yeah to step up I love that okay so you you get out of the military, right? And and you decide, I remember we talked about this because I was thinking like, you decide you're going to start a business, but you didn't know what you were going to do. You knew you wanted to do service, if I remember the story correctly, right? And then you decide, you know what? Someone mentioned AC. They remembered uh, HVAC and they mentioned it to you like, man, have you thought about that? Because you were going to do something else originally, right? I wanted to get into solar. Solar, that that's was, what it was. That yes. was what I was most interested right. in, energy efficiency. I wanted to make an impact on our energy consumption. I, like I said, when I was a combat controller, yeah. I worked with teams around the world. And the one constant I would hear from them is, man, you guys are energy hawks. Uh, you use up so much. And it's just something that when you look at the world, you know, America, we, yeah. we do, we, we waste a lot, we yeah. consume a lot. And it's something that is important to me. Um, I, I like the energy efficiency industry. Yeah. Uh, but timing, as you know, yeah. is very important. It's very in, important. In 12 years ago, the incentive wasn't really there yeah. for the homeowner. For solar. Uh, for solar. Yeah. Yep. And so I met a guy actually at a poker tournament. Okay. And he was the general manager of Will Fix It at the time. And uh, we just, we started talking. He was in the HVAC industry. Okay. And uh, we, we, and that's how Champion AC was born. So you, after this conversation, you're playing poker, you go, okay, no more solar. We're doing AC now. It took a while. We, it, he, yeah. He, it took probably four or five months before we had just said, okay, we're going to do this. And you did it with him. I did it. Yeah, oh, we, okay. we were we were we were partners. We yeah. went in together, and uh, yeah, yeah. That's stinking cool. Yeah, yeah. So now you get in, and 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 I, I would imagine it's like you don't know what you don't know, right? Like you get into something. Man. How many trucks did you have in the beginning? One, like just one truck. One truck. So you start off with one truck. I was actually still in the Air Force when we started. Get out. So I would go in and set up the home shows on the weekends yeah. and go hand out flyers, go door, not door knocking, yeah. but actually door hangers or yeah. whatever we could do to just get one call. And it was always that one call, one call, one opportunity. Oh and we just started goodness. attracting good people. We, we really, uh, we've, from the very beginning, we focused on bringing in people who mm. kind of fit with, you know, yeah. the core values that, that I wanted to instill in the company. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's tough cause, cause the HVAC industry is very different. I yeah. mean, you, you've got all walks of life. And yeah. so, uh, over the years that has been one of my main focuses is, is, uh, bringing on the right people right. and, and taking care of our customers and evolving so we can deliver quality yeah. service and put reliable, 
trustworthy people in their homes because yeah. uh, your home is your, I mean, that's. Yeah, you don't, you don't want just anybody walking in your home. No. Right, no. right. Okay, so you, you, I think this is interesting for most entrepreneurs. And we, we, you know, we have people that, you know, from real estate to entrepreneurs, business owners. And I, I'm really, I'm always fascinated because I, I think for some people, they may, they go, they, they see Ben and they see your commercial, right? And they see, oh my gosh, like it, it's so easy for him, but they don't know the beginning story. They so tell me, <laughs> tell me one of those like heartbreaking, like this is how hard it was so that you understand being an entrepreneur, it's not the fairy tale that you see on Instagram, right? It's hard. So what's one of those moments where you were like, this is how hard it was? Man, I have hundreds. Literally, I'm like bouncing around thinking because there have been so many times where our payroll was due and we are waiting to get paid and we've got, we're extended on our credit and we're using credit cards to just help us get to the next day. I mean, we're trying to buy time and, and for years it's, it was like that in the beginning. I mean, I, I, I wasn't even taking a payroll. Oh and I was still just putting it all in, going yeah. all in, making sure that we could sustain and build a company that could eventually, yeah. you know, be something special. Right. Uh, but the one moment that sticks out is we were kicked off a project site. Oh, really? And it was a big job. And we had the wrong uh, team on it, and we had made some mistakes. I mean, I, I got to own, you know, when you yeah. mess up along the way, yeah. you got to be real about it. You got to own it. Uh, we, I, I was more focused on marketing, getting the next jobs in. I was doing less of the operations, okay. watching the jobs, going in and ensuring that the quality was there. We were spread thin, and, and yeah. that portion of the job wasn't getting done. And it was a, it was actually like a three hundred thousand dollar job. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and we, but to be honest, we deserved to be kicked off. Right, we did. Yeah, we. We probably shouldn't have taken the job to begin with, yeah. but I had no idea how we were going to figure it out. Yeah, so you, there, there's a paycheck just gone. I mean, that that could be, oh, you know, was, a third oh, of the, the revenue for that ooh. year. That's a, That could be a massive this job. Was, this was a long time ago, too. So it <laughs> right. was not, this, this yeah, was, it's not recent. This was, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big chunk of money for even, you know, now, huge. Yeah. So yeah. We, there, there comes a point in time in most business owners' life where, you know, they, they think, should I just do it? Should I, should I do it? Should I take the easy way out? Should I quit in that word, man? It just doesn't work with me. Just being a combat controller where, you know, when I went through, it was like 90% washout rate that Mm. I just, I can't do it. I can't quit. If I start something, I have to see it through. I have to be, um, you know, I, I have to be stubborn about it. Yeah. And that's part of, you know, what makes people, I think, different in that two out of 10 that make it, eight out of 10 small businesses fail, two out of 10 make it. Who are the ones that will not quit when the going gets tough? Who is going to be stubborn about it? Who is going to work harder? Who is going to learn from their experiences and not try to not make those same mistakes repeatedly? And so I, I decided to learn from it and not let it define me. I love that. I love that. So you, so that, is that number right? Eight out of 10 Business, small businesses fail. Yes. Holy and small cow. businesses are defined as companies 
I believe it's 15 million and under. Yeah. Could be 25, one of those two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I wow. think it's actually 25 and under is a small business. Yeah. And so eight out of 10, fail. Fail. Yeah. Wow. So, so that, I think, I, you know, again, business owners that are listening, just I, I, I think it's really important to understand. I know for me, when I started Luxury Home Magazine, <clears throat> there are days where you just go, what did I sign up for? <laughs> like, what did I do? <laughs> right? I mean, we just had breakfast not too long ago, and you get a call during breakfast, and you're like, really? Yeah, I mean, it's just, there are times where it's really hard. And so what is what is your go-to, like, thing to help you decompress? What is your go-to, uh, uh, um, um, I don't know, uh, a relaxation, something that helps you disconnect so that you can get ready to attack the next day? Because quitting is not an option, no. but sometimes you've got to take that time to decompress. What is it for you? So for me, it's overall health, and I do a variety of things, and, and if, it'd be tough for me to say one. I mean, right. I have an infrared sauna at my house. Okay. You know, I believe in, in sauna. Um, I meditate. Yeah. I try to meditate every day. I, tr I read as much as I can. But for me, physical health, the stronger I am, the stronger I can be for the people around me. So like you, we talk about, you know, yeah. doing some triathlons this year. Yeah. I, I like to swim. I like to run. Well, I, I actually don't like to run, but yeah. I, Nobody do it, does. I do it because <laughs> it's good for me and I feel good when it's over. Right. Um, cycling, uh, lifting some weights. Um, and then just that kind of all encompassing. I like to be outdoors. I like to okay. go on a trail run. Um, I like to stretch occasionally squeak in a yoga class, yeah. uh, do anything that I can. That's going to make me feel better. I've also, uh, really started focusing in on my diet, learning a little bit more about, uh, DNA, uh, food allergies, food sensitivities, okay. things that work well with me, things that don't, yeah. uh, do cryo fit. I try to, I, I've seen the ROI when I invest in myself and my health and how much better of a dad I am, how much yeah. better I am for my family, my wife, my friends, my employees. And yeah. so that I, I, it's tough for me to say one because I bounce all over the place. Like, a, yeah. you know, I'm all time favorite, which is the one that's a favorite you think I would say all time favorite. It, it's probably the, all the most successful one is meditation. Meditation. Meditation yeah. for me yeah. is probably the best, but just yeah. working out in general yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. The best results meditation. Yeah. It's hard for me to shut off my mind at night. It's right. It's, yeah. it's tough when you have, you know, a couple businesses and you've got so many people, we got 75 plus employees, yeah. a lot of conversations, a lot of things, turning it off is not that easy. Cause I have to go home and be dad. I have exactly. to go and be a husband. I have, a, you know, I've got to be a brother, got to be a son, got to yeah. be, you know, all these things. And, and man, it's, it's a lot. And yeah. so having that time to myself to kind of uh, shut the mind off, uh, I've got to also mention floating sensory yes. deprivation. Um, that that's something that I actually have one tomorrow. I'm floating tomorrow. So yeah, I need to get it done. I, I need it. I, I am better in meetings. I am better in those moments where I'm needed the most if yeah. I'm doing things like that. So I, just for everyone that, that doesn't know what he just mentioned there, sensory deprivation tank. Uh, I, I just trust, trust Ben and I on this. You have to experience this. You have to do it. The benefits, I, I, I just, 
I mean, they're amazing. But there are some rules, right? And if you go in there with a lot of caffeine, you're going to be in trouble. You know, if you go into a sensory deprivation where you're really amped up, you kind of got to go in tired. That's one of the things I found. So one thing that I like to do is I'll get a massage before I go if I have time. And that is a great way to calm your mind, to get in that relaxation state. Because if you go in and you've got work on your mind, you can't shut it off and get to that because what you're doing is every day we're sitting right now. This should be yeah. comfortable, but there's still pressure. There's still yeah. pressure on our hips. There's still some things going on in our back. But when you're zero gravity, you know you're completely – there's zero uh, energy being wasted. There's zero pressure anywhere, yeah. and there's really nowhere else you can get that. No. So unless, unless you're in yeah, space – You go to space. <laughs> So, hey, that's not too far away. It looks like Elon's working on that. You're going to make it happen. All right. So the the interesting thing is you start um, Champion AC. And what a lot of people don't know is you you figured out really quickly this Internet thing. You figured out, like, this Internet thing is not a joke, right? This is is the real deal. And so – that kind of led to the idea of of lead hub now it sounds if i remember the story correctly you kind of started tweaking and then you were like wait a minute once you started figuring some things out we could actually help other people with this oh yeah talk talk about that and then and your founding of of lead hub so when we started champion uh my former business partner really was all in on the phone book and I didn't see it. I had moved in from Seattle. I'd been using Google search engines for years and this was back in 07. So this was still new. This, there was not many companies advertising really no competitors. We were the first AC company to do Google AdWords in San Antonio. Really? The seventh largest city in the nation. We were the first company to do Google AdWords. Um, yeah. So I had figured out a few things, started uh, looking at hiring some companies and realized very quickly this industry was really new. They didn't really know much. Mm. And so we uh, ended up building a website um, and it just kind of turned on the floodgates. Oh, it did. I mean, because 2008... Yeah. Big recession, economy yeah. was bad. Not the ideal time to start a business. Right, seven. Right. right, but being that we were positioned online, we grew exponentially every year. Yeah. Um, it allowed us to make a lot of dumb mistakes along the way and right. still get through. So basically, we figured out some things pretty early. What search engine optimization was, how yeah. to get your website to rank, and you know a lot of the things that we did then don't work now. You actually uh-huh. can get penalized for some of the things. So yeah. uh, it's evolved a lot over time. Uh, but we uh, did a really good job, but focused on user experience, uh, yeah. made the website really uh, advanced for, you know, making people's lives easier. I mean, because right. that's as an entrepreneur, uh, my job to either disrupt an industry or to position myself and, and do something uh, I've got to solve people's problems. Right. I can't just come in and say, oh, look at me. Just call right. me. I'm going to, you know, we have to solve people's problems. We have right. to be, differentiate ourselves from our competitors. Yeah. And so that was, everyone was scrapping over the phone book. And I said, uh-uh, I do not want to fight there. There's yeah. some big guns in town yeah. um, to, for me to compete. I have to think about the future. And, and yeah. that's what we did. And so uh, we ended up, uh, started getting calls. Hey, could you help me? How did you do this? What, what's going on over there? 
And so it just... Other service industries. Other, yeah. yeah so yeah. buddy that owned a water softener company, a window company, um, just started getting some calls and and uh, we, uh, that's how I started Lead Hub. Yeah. And, and what uh, year was that? That was, well, it was actually initially named uh, Beacon Internet Services. Uh, that was right around end of 2009 yeah. to early 2010-ish. Okay. Um, and then um, one day I, I was thinking about the name. I, I really didn't like it. Beacon was a, you know, we used beacons in the Air Force and yeah. not people started calling us bacon. It was just kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> that ain't going to work. I was thinking uh, <laughs> time for an update and, and the name Lead Hub, uh, Lead yeah, uh, my last name's Hubbard. So, oh, you're, okay. You're, I did, I thought it was something else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we, um, yeah. So we we kicked it off and have. Uh, I mean, we still have our first few, you know, clients that started with us. They're still on. Our retention wow. is incredible. We've got an unbelievable team. Yeah. Uh, we're up to right at sixteen. Just looking to hire one more. So about seventeen employees. That's awesome. Um, yeah, doing some big things. We're more focused on home services. But we do work with attorneys. We've got, uh, you know, assisted living facilities. We work with a variety of different verticals. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's killer. Yeah, man. It's, yeah. it's a great, great and, business. Web and, development, search engine optimization, and uh, social media management, all of the above. And so I would imagine, again, uh, we're both an EO, right? Entrepreneurs organization. And, and, and I would imagine that you figured out, and it, because as you built Champion AC, you said it right from the beginning, it's hire good people, right? And so now you go into, you're like, wait a minute, we've got to look at this aspect and we're going to start, we're going to create our own, you know, uh, uh, engine, uh, lead hub, and it's all about good people. And so talk to, like, how do you find good people as an entrepreneur looking to hire? What, what, what is that like for you? How do you do that? So I was being in the Air Force, being in special operations, right? It's it's real. It's a needle in a haystack. I mean, you've got a huge washout rate. You seeing all the problems that that we had recruiting then. It kind of helped me cut through some of the clutter and and identify. Um, you know, when I would meet with people, I could I had a good feel for whether they had that kind of staying power, whether they were in it for just the short term, or they really cared about the customer. Mm. Um, and so uh, since then, we've started using Culture Index, which uh, right. Doug Kistchen, uh one of my favorite people as well, love that guy. He's taught me more about myself in the last three, four years than I had learned in the previous 10. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's something that we use to identify people's, you know, who they are, what their traits are, yeah. what their personality. DISC is great for, you know, communication, knowing yeah. influencer, but it doesn't really tell you how you feel, what things make you feel, the emotion mm -hmm. behind things. And so uh, Culture Index has allowed us to really uh, minimize mistakes on hiring because when you hire the wrong person, sometimes that's the worst that's the worst thing. Yeah. It's it's even it's better to not hire them at all, or just yeah. you know not have the capacity than to just fill the seat with yeah. the wrong person. Yeah. So uh, culture index, I'm a huge believer, but we we follow you know the method of three interviews minimum. Yep. And uh, we really try to be very critical at those times because our customers are are what you know they're everything to us. Yeah. We will. I mean, with that being said. My team, I focus on my team first. Yeah. I take care of them. They take care of our clients. And that's, yeah. and that does work. 
Um, but we've, uh, we're constantly looking for ways to improve it because we need more people. Recruiting is one of those things that it's kind of grassroots too. It's right. all hands on deck. Um, yeah. so yeah, we, uh, we go after it. We do, you know, we use indeed as well. We use right. monster, but we, uh, we use culture index is really what weeds, you know, out the, the wrong yeah. hires. Yeah, before they even get on the team, on the bus. I love it. Yeah. Okay, Tim Ferriss, Tribe of Mentors. Uh, He wrote this book. These are the last couple questions, right? He wrote this book, Tribe of Mentors. And what he did is he asked the same 11 questions to people, and he sent it out to them. And then he took all their answers, and he made this monster book. And he called it the Tribe of Mentors. Here's what all of these amazing people in these fields, what they say based on these questions, right? Right. And so he had 11 questions and everybody answered these questions differently. But I always like to pick a couple of these at the end of the interview to kind of sit, you know, just just keep you on your toes, you know. I like and it. I, and I didn't want you to know beforehand. So right. you ready? I'm ready. First questions. All right. So you have Lead Hub. Right. You have Champion AC. You are the form, uh, uh, our, our form moderator. Right. Like, I mean, we ch- you're, you're the member, right? Chair. Member, membership chair. <laughs> membership oh. chair of EO. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure I'm forgetting 10 other things. Right. Like your dad. Right. A, you're I'm married. A, I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. But this is the question. What have you become better at saying no to? So the motto of our forum actually the year before or a couple years before uh you and james joined yeah was uh, just say no okay um the the one thing i i read uh several years back was the difference between the most successful people in the world massively successful people mm-hmm. in and then just your successful business owners is those people almost always say no yeah now you can see by the list you just read, yeah. I have a problem with that. Yeah. So it's a work in progress. Right. I'm constantly uh, looking at myself in the mirror and, and making sure I'm not overextending or yeah. saying yes to something and not delivering. Right. Right. Because that's always a fear. Uh, you don't want to Roger up and say yes. I'll I'll be the membership chair. Yeah. Uh, like I am now, and yeah. and I have a list of ten people I'm still trying to follow up with because it's not only my schedule I'm I'm yeah. working on I'm working on their schedule too. So right. there, there is that flow, that rhythm. Um, so, but I would say the what I've gotten better at saying mm-hmm. no to yeah. are um, I don't feel that I have to get to every email. There's a lot of people uh, who contact me who are trying to sell me marketing, who yeah. are trying to sell me this software, whatever. And I used to feel obligated because yeah. they email, they you know someone s- sent me something on LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah. I know I've got to get the big rocks first. That's right. So I've really kind of focused to my strategy on get my top three done. Yeah. Then I've got, you know, with LP, I'm trying to knock out seven. Yes. So in a day and sometimes there are a lot of distractions, you know, I chase, you know, that butterfly. Hell yeah. You know, it's natural for me. Oh yeah. Uh, But I've gotten a lot better at saying no, if it's not in what I'm doing. I love that. Yeah, and 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 I know the, the the conversations I have with agents, the conversations I have with real uh, with uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, is that uh, you know they allow uh, I can allow, and this is something that I struggle with, is that I will allow my email to dictate my schedule, 
And that's like one of the worst things you could do is your, your emails cannot dictate your schedule. You need to have a schedule before you even open up your email. And that's something that I'm working on as well. Last question. All right. Tell me something that, you know, some unusual habit, maybe people don't know, maybe something that, that, that you enjoy or some, some, something that, that really brings you joy that maybe other people may not know about. Something that brings me joy that, you know, I'm a pretty private person. So I, I, I think there's a lot of those things, but, uh, something that, that I want out of life is to one day I want to be a, I want to go and, and be either a math teacher or a coach. So when I, uh, you know, when I get to that point in life where yeah. I can retire, yeah. um, you know, I, I want to be that coach Campbell, oh. you know, I want to be able to go in and make an impact, right? That's it's, it's one cool. thing to, to, uh, you know, profit and create a great company that selfishly I get to benefit from, yeah. you know, and what am I really doing for the community? Yeah. You know, you, you've got to reflect and think about that. Yeah. Um, so I want to be more of a multiplier kind of mindset and, yeah. and give back in that way. Um, it's tough cause you, you look at the world and, and there's so many people that need help, you know, and it's like, you, you want to say yes to everybody and, right. and it's tough. Uh, but at the end of the day, you've got to be you and you got to be your best you. And, uh, I know where, uh, I think I know where I can be most impactful. And so I want to get to that point and, and be, you know, either in that classroom or, uh, helping multiply other, uh, nonprofits and, yeah. and being able to kind of bounce around and, and helping them reach their goals and learning about their goals and, and learning about, you know, the, the next generation of, of entrepreneurs, the next uh, generation of, of our workforce and, yeah. you know, dads and, and moms and, and try to be there, um, and, and do a small part, you know, yeah. nothing, nothing crazy. I'm not trying to, yeah. you know, stretch myself too much, but I definitely, uh, you know, I love math. That is yeah. one thing, statistics, numbers. It's just, it's what I enjoy. Right. So I, I could see myself and my wife's a first grade teacher. Yes. So, uh, she hearing her talk about it. Yeah. You know, there, there's some bad days sprinkled in, but she loves it. She gets so much satisfaction out of making a difference. Yes. And, and you know, I mean, you're, you, you're in the education world as well. You were a teacher, yeah. you went to school for it. Masters. Yeah. In, in education. Yeah. I wanted to be a principal. You wanted to be a principal. Yeah. So I wanted to be a principal. It's, uh, that's yeah. our future. You know, yeah. that's our future. We, it's easy to get wrapped up in our problems and what's going on right now. Yeah, uh, but we've we've got a whole generation, uh, you know, ahead of us, and what can we do to pave the way for them? I love it, man. So, future Mr. Hubbard teacher, calculus teacher, just math. We'll see. High school. We'll middle see. school. Which one would you rather, middle school or high school? I'd probably. I mean, middle school is where I think a lot of a young you know, youngsters are in yeah. that trouble. Can I go one way or the other? Yeah. Uh, but I think I would enjoy, um, high school math a little yeah. more, but pretty open-minded. I, I think I'm going to stick with, it could be elementary. Who knows? Oh, I, I might even want to coach and do both. <laughs> right. Um, we'll see. I'll but. tell you what, elementary is one of the, like, I mean, it was so much stinking fun. It was like being on stage every day. And I'm sure your, <laughs> your wife will tell you, it's, so, it's one of those things where you just get to perform and, 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 and pour into them. Um, and so that's really cool. I don't think very many people would know that about you. I appreciate you sharing that. And Ben, I want to thank you for being on TM3 Impact. Uh, this was a lot of stinking fun. 
thank you so much and uh, appreciate everything. Where can people find you at? Uh, if they need AC, if they need lead hub services, what would be the best way to do that? So it would be to visit our website, championac.com. Yeah. Also, you can check out our Facebook page yeah. on, on Champion AC. Um, we, we definitely have a team that cares. Uh, we've, we're really customer service focused. Um, and then lead hub, if, if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for, you know, web development or, uh, internet marketing, digital marketing yeah. services, yeah. uh, leadhub.net. Uh, yeah. we also have Facebook page, social media. So, uh, you can check us out there. Awesome. We'll definitely put links in the YouTube and our podcast, my man. Thanks again. Great to see you, man. Great to it's see you, It's time to man. get that float in tomorrow. Yeah. I'm Take ready. Take care. I'm ready. All right, man.